how is it when when i mean once you go back to your hometown like if you go back for christmas now for example how does it feel for oh, okay you? the first two three days it feels very difficult because i mean well even later but the, the first thing you have to to fight for is food because <laughs> you know they feel like we have no food outside yeah. <laughs> outside of Italy, you, so you they have to feed you. Yeah, <laughs> we are all shupati when we go back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that that's the first the first two three days you find yourself fighting for this and trying to recover from you know the food long coma. the long. Uh, Okay, guys, we were like talking and not recording, so here we are again. <coughs> Episode number two. <laughs> Episode number two with our guest, Vincenzo Bruno, Big Four director. Welcome again. <laughs> Thanks, Mario. <laughs> oh, shit, here we go again. <laughs> yes. We were talking um, about his experience uh, in UK and then he went back uh, in Italy. Uh, But first, we, we can start again. Like, who are you today? Who are you All today? Right. <laughs> Okay. And then we go. So, uh, as you said, yeah, hi guys. Um I I'm Vincenzo and I I am um, I I come from the south of Italy, the south of Italy. Uh the region is called Puglia and um I I define today as a southern guy uh who has expatriated to the north of Europe uh and found itself himself his home down here in Luxembourg. Here here you feel home? Yeah, yeah, right now I do. Actually, uh, I've been here for 10 years already, so I, I I find myself home here. And whenever I go on vacation and I come back here in Luxembourg, actually, I, I ask my wife on the way back home in the same spot, uh, do you feel home? Mm. And well, she says no, but uh, ah. is it because <laughs> I feel home <laughs> when I reach okay. that spot? Uh, so yeah, your wife she's from um, south of Italy. Like yeah, you? yeah, yeah. She's actually from the same uh, the same sil- uh, the same city village. That okay, I am. so it's like a lot of like uh, you've been together since a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was twenty one. Uh, today I'm thirty five. So yeah, it, it's been okay. like fourteen years. Wow. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. So, she, but. Um, How she felt about that uh, you were like uh, going abroad, moving, uh, well, like... At, at, at the beginning, it was a change, right? I mean, yeah. she was still in um, in Italy. She was still studying when I when I first left to um, to the UK first and then to Luxembourg for, for the first job because I actually started off my career here, here in Luxembourg. Oh. And uh, at the beginning, she moved. She didn't move with me. Uh, so I lived in Luxembourg for three years before uh, she joined. And actually, when she joined, it's because I moved to the U.S. for two years. Okay. okay. Um, maybe we we can get there uh, yeah. in a little bit. Uh, and that's... So at the beginning, it was a long-distance relationship for 14 years. So okay. A, a, quite a change, quite tough at the beginning, but... What was your motivation to move abroad at the beginning? Like, it's not, especially in the south, uh, not many people, okay, many people go, like, in the north to go to look 
look for a job because you know there is there's not much job in uh, in the south but um the Erasmus experience was just to say okay I'm going one year there uh do some exams have fun then I go back or you were already thinking about no, going I was, abroad I was already thinking about it yeah I mean um at first i had to go actually for six months uh, and then i decided to extend the other for the other for the second semester uh, because i liked it so much and it was so different yes. to what i had lived for the mm. past 24 years for the happiness of your girlfriend <laughs> at the time <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> but it was already the time where skype uh, was was uh, popular right. so we, we were not uh, the you know with the uh red uh phone box <laughs> we were already at <laughs> yeah. a time where you know okay. we could see we could see each Was other there, yeah <laughs> and she, she went me visiting you in uh, uk yeah yeah she came a couple of times of course okay. uh, we, we traveled around a little bit as well So 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 it was the Erasmus during the bachelor the master It was already during the master degree. Ah uh, master degree. Okay. And so the bachelor where did you study? It was again in the south of Italy. It was Uh, in Bari? In uh, Foggia. In Foggia? Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Okay. Also the master was in uh, yeah. Foggia. Yeah, Foggia. exactly. Okay. Oh. And mm. like, um, what do you, want to uh, you want to say something? No, no, yeah. No, because usually it's like, uh, yeah, especially for the master, I hear a lot of people like, try to go to, to the north. So for you, it wasn't... Well, to, to be honest, uh, it's something I, I regret today because um, when I finished off my bachelor degree, I didn't feel the urgency to, to get out from there. But as from the first year towards the half of the first year, I felt like I had to do something. Uh, also because I was starting to look um, what what's next uh, yeah. what will he be uh, when next i chapter chapter yeah, exactly mm. i mean uh, what will he be uh, when i um, when i finish this uh, for sure i will have to leave anyway so that's when i i decided you know to 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 uh, to try to do something different and i recognized that my language skills were not good enough mm-hmm. and i okay. tried to do something in that direction and uh, yeah that's That's how I, I moved okay. out and that's how, why I, I decided to go abroad. And I ended up here because you were mentioning about the North. But um, when I returned to Italy, uh, I was, my mind had already sh- shifted. I mean, okay. uh, I, I, I knew that I, would, I wanted to, to continue to try something different from Italy. And going to the North would have been, would have been different. It would, be, it would have been an option. But anyway, uh, it would have been far from home. Uh, mm. So I said, okay, let's go the extra mile. Yeah. Uh, it might be that one day I'll, I'll go back to Italy. Back then I thought, <laughs> of course, <laughs> I'll never return. Uh, n- n- not uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh. But uh, yeah. Uh, And what was like um, the challenge to move abroad? Like uh, your parents were supportive about that? Uh, your girlfriend thought, Your girlfriend at, at the time was she was like uh, pushing you to move abroad. Not sure about that. No, yeah. <laughs> she, she was Let not, me guess. <laughs> yeah. She was definitely not pushing, but she understood. She understood. We uh, we chatted about it. Uh, she understood that I had to do something. Uh, my parents were actually half and a half. Uh, my mom, of course, uh, okay. she wanted me yeah. close to, <laughs> to her for her life. My my father was fully supportive. Okay. Um, but yeah, they they both understood 
why I was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And when like you were in UK and your girlfriend came there like and visit you, how like when when she arrived there, like uh she she like she like saw that you were really happy. She she saw like some changes in you because you know when you move abroad, you start like to do like crazy life. You go out and everything. Yeah. At least with all my friends. Uh, yeah, like no, this. no, that, that definitely. I mean, she she saw a change, but that was already uh, before she she came to UK because I had returned home uh, for Christmas. I had left like September, so she she already started to notice uh, something different and I mean it was the first time we had uh, a long long distance relationship so we were learning so yeah. things yeah. were were changing of course and of course I was changing because coming from a small uh, closed minded reality yeah. going to the UK and meeting you know people from different parts of Europe of course uh, you learn so many stuff I yeah, think, yeah like, and uh, it changes yourself right yeah, yeah. And uh, how is it when, when I mean, once you go back to your hometown, like if you go back for Christmas now, for example, how does it feel for oh, okay. you? Okay, the first two, three days, it feels very difficult because, I mean, well, even later, but th the first thing you have to, to fight for is food. Because, <laughs> you know, they feel like we have no food outside, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> outside of Italy. You, so you they have to it. feed you. Yeah. <laughs> we are all shupati when we go back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that, that's the first, the first two, three days you find yourself fighting for this and trying to recover from, you know, the food long, coma. the long uh, seven, eight courses meals. <laughs> <laughs> In 15 uh, days, we'll be like this. And afterwards, after the following two, three days, you you realize that that's not your place anymore. And mm. you, you, yeah. you usually go to your parents' place and you you don't have your space, space and anymore. And uh, you, you guys might have the, the same feeling yeah. when you go down there. Yeah, yeah, but when they bring you coffee in the bed, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's something. It's something else. Yeah. <laughs> With a <the> bell. <laughs> <laughs> coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you said you studied in Foggia and what did you study? Uh, yeah, it was business administration. Ah, okay. And in Birmingham, what were, was yeah, still it, related it to was, finance? Yeah, it or? was related to finance, yeah. Uh, okay. Actually, you know, you go there, you select what it yeah, might what uh, be of interest for you and can be then recognized back home. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was anyway related to my uh, field of study. Okay, and so then you went back to Foggia exactly. and then Luxembourg. Yeah, that I went back to to, to Foggia to uh, to do my dissertation. Ah, okay. And uh, then, yeah, I was actually applying for, for jobs. I was actually applying for jobs in the UK, uh, in, uh, in the north of Italy as well. Mm -hmm. And um, I found this opportunity um, on the internet for a traineeship at Telecom Italia. Mm. Uh, they do have like uh, a, a structure here in Luxembourg. Mm. Um, so went for the um, internship, uh, went for the interview, uh, sorry. Uh, still in Italy, it was, it was in Rome, went a couple of times, uh, got, got the position and moved to Luxembourg like a couple of months after. I got the graduation. What year was that? That you when you moved in Luxembourg? Uh, it was 2011. 
اوكي جون 2011 اوكي Luxembourg, I think, was pretty different. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was, it was. Right. It, it had already changed, actually, because when talking to people who arrived 10 years mm. earlier than me, uh, they were describing it as, uh, you know, a very small city with nothing to do. And uh, uh, when I got here, it was already different. Uh, it started to get uh, a more bigger city life uh, feeling. So... I mean, I wasn't coming from Milan, so <laughs> <laughs> the comparison wasn't that difficult. But, but yeah. uh, before coming to Luxembourg, have you ever heard of Luxembourg? Uh, well, yeah, of course I, I did. I mean, I'm not one of those that ask you, uh, you know, how is it to live in Belgium? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My grandma <laughs> still thinks I live in Belgium. <laughs> you know, like I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised <laughs> because many people ask me, uh, how is it to to live in Brussels, well, I, I don't know. I have no <laughs> clue, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I had I had heard of it. I, I knew where it was. I had never been, uh, not even close to here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so arriving here uh, was like uh, coming to, to, to something completely new. Okay. And you came here for an internship, right? Yeah. Okay. Well. And, okay, like and us. then... Yeah, basically. Yes. Yeah. And then you move where you currently work. Yeah, or? exactly. Yeah. Basically, I, my internship ended in um, December 2011. Okay. And actually, I was confronted with a different challenge because they offered me a, a job. They offered me to ah. stay. Okay. But in the meantime, I had already started to apply uh, to all the big fours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I had gotten a job where I currently work and uh, yeah I was confronted with this choice uh, mm-hmm. which today was I can say was a very good choice back then uh, I, I don't know if I thought uh, at the beginning I didn't think it was a good choice to, oh. to leave because of course the environment down there was very nice I mean where, where, I, where I worked at Telecom Italia it was small office 15 people uh, we knew each other very well it was very pleasant to all Italians I think yeah, yeah, all Italians, a couple of, uh, uh, I mean, second generation Italian. Okay. Mm, 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 but, I mean, the language spoken there was, was, was it French, Itali- wasn't ah, English. Uh, was, was Italian. Italian. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I, 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 at the beginning, I, I mean, it wasn't re- really a change. Uh, yeah, because like yes. you move abroad, but uh, you hang out with Italians, you speak Italian, you work well, in Italian. Well, I wasn't going out with Italians only because... Uh, when I arrived, I used to live in a house uh, with nine other people, mm. oh, yeah. and uh, nobody was Italian. Uh, so I actually my first friends, the first people I hang out with, were were those I lived with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, at work I was speaking Italian, but when I went out, I yeah, yeah. usually okay. spoke uh, English. You felt like a difference when you left. Um the um, telecom and you went in your new company like uh, the environment but yeah definitely i mean look i jo- i joined in january okay so and i i was i mean i was in audit before so january is definitely uh. the, the busy the, the busy peak season right yeah. so ah, really I don't <laughs> <laughs> you 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 guys know very yeah, yeah. well right uh, uh, it was a big change because coming from nine to five to five jobs, yeah, yeah, you know, going uh, to work until 
3 a.m. the first day. Yeah. You start wondering, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, what. So so and um, so before moving to capital markets, how many years did you work in uh, audit? Uh, five years. Okay. So basically, I did like three years uh, in Luxembourg in audit. Then I moved to the U.S. as I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Secondment, basically. A client of ours who has a structure here in Luxembourg has operations in the US. And uh, I had actually asked to uh, second mm -hmm. And it worked out pretty easily because the partner I had talked to uh, had connections uh, in the US. Oh, okay. They were looking for people. So it worked pretty, pretty nicely. Mm. Um, so for a year and a half, uh, I was in audit there. And then in the US, they were looking a lot of i mean they were looking for people to join the CMAS department mm -hmm. yeah. markets and accounting advisory and uh, yeah that's how i transitioned because the, the first six months of my experience there were in CMAS. okay okay uh, and I, i the same partner was in charge of capital markets in luxembourg oh, the okay. same partner who sponsored me so we thought it made sense to had to have some exposure in that field and then when i returned they just allocated me to uh, capital market department because okay. they were looking for people it was a growing uh, department department well it, it wasn't a department it was not a department at the time it was basically a one-man show there was a director who unfortunately um, passed away uh, one year after i joined the team oh. so yeah they were building a plan b so they there was another director who joined who in the meantime went to get the exposure uh, to capital markets in the uk and me i had six months of exposure so we were supporting this person who uh, was actually already uh, sick mm -hmm. um so yeah that's how the transition happened okay okay and when you went in us i ever thought to stay there uh no 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 actually since the the, 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 the very beginning i knew i loved uh, that experience i mean uh, i spent two years there i would do it again i would advise everybody who works uh, at the same employer where i do to do this because it's very enriching but i knew i was not going to, to stay there okay. I mean, that, that when i when i moved i said okay i mean i cannot go wrong because it cannot be that different than than mm. this here but actually it's very different See? Mm. Yeah. And wh where was it? In uh, well, I was in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina for the first uh, uh, year and a half. And then I joined the New York office the, ah. the last uh, six months. And that's where I noticed the difference because, I mean, you don't, I mean, yeah, you can go to New York, Los Angeles, uh, big cities. Probably, I mean, there is an international feeling. But when you go to cities that are outside, you know, the, the very famous ones, Although Charlotte is a, is a big city, I mean, like mm. uh, it's almost a million inhabitants, so okay. mm. it is a big city, but you feel something that it's really uh, American. Uh, that's where the rednecks are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to, ju I mean, they, those people voted for Trump, so just. Yeah, yeah. Ju ju I mean, I'm not, not, I'm not saying anything against it, but uh, they, they are American, uh, so they're really proud. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it was different from what I, I was used to, okay. uh, from, from what I had experienced in Italy, in the UK, and in Luxembourg, yeah, of course. What are the differences? Like, um, when you move you move to UK, then Luxembourg, and then US, what is, like, the differences between Luxembourg and 
US. I'm not talking just office, but also yeah, normal yeah. life. No, but the reason why I was saying that I wouldn't imagine myself there because the, the, the main difference is like food, but not in the sense of going to the restaurant and not finding a good restaurant, but also going to the supermarket and on fa- not finding anything that you have on your list. Because I, rem- I still remember one day... Uh, the not, a ra- day. not a rally. You can't find anything. But not <laughs> only not that. Here. Yeah, it's, it's even more than that. I, I, it was me, myself and my wife. Uh, we had put on our usual list, uh, n- nothing fancy. And we said, okay, where do we go to the supermarket? We go to Walmart, a uh, well-renowned market. Mm-hmm. They have, I mean, supermarket, they are, they're big. We'll find everything there, everything we want. We arrived there. we were looking for and then especially i mean even what we found was different from uh, what we are used to example milk Mm. okay let's go for fresh milk okay the fresh milk in the in the us it's a five liter can which has an expiration date of six months Ah. so it's fresh how how can it be how can it be, right? This doesn't adapt. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh milk, six months? Mm. Exactly. Or, I don't know, cured meats. Uh, I don't know. Nothing that we are used of. Um, so anything, you name it. Even pasta, at some point, I, I started to wonder, like very uh, known brands of pasta, you look at the ingredient behind and you see things that, you are not expected to see. And I've never been, you know, a, a, a somebody who looks into these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I saw the milk, I started to wonder <laughs> and to be curious about where, it. Where I'm eating, you know. <laughs> exactly. And uh, having a look at the ingredients list of pasta uh, barilla and finding uh, added vitamins to it, then, ah. you know... Uh, it's uh. something that yeah I I knew on number day day one on day one that I you couldn't be my place. Okay, and and how was your daily life there? Like was well, uh, I I have to say that um, I was traveling a lot. It's mm. really different from um, the 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 way we work here in Luxembourg, Luxembourg because mm-hmm. I mean even if you go to see your clients, those would be probably uh, in the city or within reach of uh, 20, uh, maximum 30 minutes. Uh, over there, uh, it was different because uh, the clients I was working uh, for had plants all around the US. So oh, mm. I was finding myself traveling uh, most of the time, leaving like on Sunday evening and getting back home on Fridays. So oh. uh, it, it involved a lot of travels. Do you think it was good for you to travel a lot or you preferred like to stay just at the office? No, no, no. Actually, that's something I liked because... uh, It's good for you that you're alone in another country like overseas and you start just traveling a lot. Yeah, you don't always always end up in fancy places. I've been in some places where you don't want to go, like uh, (laughs) Wisconsin uh, at the border of Canada with minus... 15, 20 degrees uh. coming from Puglia, it's something <laughs> not pleasant, I can tell you, right? <laughs> but uh, it's Culture an actually, shock. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's definitely not only a temperature shock, but it's a culture shock as well. Shock as well. Yeah, but now you're like, um, like it's 10 years you're here, 
you manage with the cold and everything. Uh, no, no. So no, that's something that I will <laughs> never get accustomed to, unfortunately. That's uh, something that I thought I could catch up with, but no, no, guys, I can't. No. I can't. I mean, I feel home when I open the window. <laughs> I see the fog because uh, <laughs> I'm from Verona. So, all right. <sighs> the perfume and the sun. <laughs> Yeah, it's like every time I go out, I'm like with my with the scarf and everything, and it's just like this, you know. <laughs> like, okay, be yeah, different. Something I can envy you <laughs> for sure. Eh, but then you moved to New York. Uh, uh, but you were in US with your wife, or yeah, she actually ah, okay. moved with me when I moved there. We got married uh, just before. Um, going to the US. Uh, she wanted to make sure move. you yeah, were, uh, move, you know. <laughs> no, well, uh, it, it, was, I mean, it, it was something in, in the air anyway, and uh, yeah, it allowed her to, ah, to come, come to the US. Ah, okay. Because otherwise she would have gotten like a touristic visa, oh. which expired every now and then, then you have to go back and fly. So we, we also wanted to get okay. away from. If I may ask, like your wife also works in Big Four? No, 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 she doesn't. She oh, okay. doesn't actually. She graduated just before going to the US and she, of course, had the same problem uh, than I did with languages. She didn't speak that much okay. English. Uh, it, it was a big challenge for her. Mm. Uh, so she, she went actually to school there um, okay. to, 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 to learn English. Uh, she, she didn't work because she didn't have a visa to work there. Ah, okay. Um, Sorry, but she can come with you because she's your wife. But, but she cannot. Work. She cannot work. No. No. Ah. You ah. can actually decide after a certain number of months. You can try to convert your your visa, okay. but you have to ha to find an employer who sponsors yeah. you. Okay. But, uh, ah, okay. And how and was for her like? Uh, but at, at the beginning, it was tough. I mean. Uh, language skills not there mm. uh, his husband uh, her husband not being there because i was traveling yeah. so it, it was, was traveling it was, yeah. so it was, it was fun for you but not for her <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the two years i can tell you that she uh she would have stayed longer uh -huh. uh, she she liked it um i mean they they actually asked me to stay a year longer but i decided not to uh, because coming back here they uh they told me uh, that i would join the capital market so i was something yeah, yeah. something that I was uh, you know, uh, excited looking about for, decided, looking, for, yeah, mm. looking for so uh, I decided not to stay but she would have stayed so f fun fact at the beginning she wasn't <laughs> the one uh, excited about it but she, she ended up uh, well, I imagine from her point of view you're like dear we're going to US <laughs> and then you're in Charlotte you're like <laughs> I was expecting New York or <laughs> exactly, exactly and then like after one year and a half you told me like um, you moved to New York. Well, I, I worked with the New York office, but I didn't move. Ah, you so didn't move to New York. Uh, I still lived in the sh in Charlotte, but I use I worked with you uh, with the New York office. Okay. And I was even either going to to New York okay. or to the clients. Okay. So uh, from the office. My base was mm. still Charlotte, but I spent like uh, three months going to New York and three months going in Florida because we had a big client in Tampa, Florida. Florida, in Tampa, Florida. Okay. So yeah, but North Carolina is like center like north, it, no? Uh, no, it's yeah. actually in between uh, it's on the Florida. Coast, right? Yeah, it's between Florida and uh, New But it's York. cold there, right? 
No, no, not really. In Charlotte? No. No, no, no. no. You've got the Four Seasons. Uh, okay. And how, how far is from New York? It's like... Uh, it's less than two hours by plane. Uh, it's like... Uh, by, it's 800, 900 yeah, kilometers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but in the US it's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did you travel around US? Like, uh, yeah, for, for leisure, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, whenever I... Uh, I had the occasion to. Um, I spent my vacation there in the US. Yeah, and I what did what did you like the most? Uh, the actually the West Coast, uh, so the national yeah. the national parks and uh -huh. uh, all the landscape. Uh, all the landscapes there are just you know, amazing, amazing. Okay. Like, uh, we went for a road trip in the, on the West Coast uh, for 20 days, and uh, yeah. Long distances, a lot of driving. What have you done for in 20 days? Like you went to California? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we landed in uh, we landed in Los Angeles, and from there uh, went to Nevada, Utah, uh, back to California from the north, okay. uh, San Francisco, uh, Vegas as well. So uh, you did all the national parks? Uh, around not there. all of them, because. Actually, it's quite it's quite, it's quite a journey. It's quite a journey because you mm. have uh, really a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, the, the the main ones like the Grand Canyon National Parks, the Monument Valley, uh, and the Sequoia National Park. It's worth visiting, right? Ah, yeah, indeed, mm. indeed. And because uh, I imagine, like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say that in Luxembourg we are spoiled, but let's say. But yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, the workload is a lot, but still, you know, I imagine in US, how was it? Was it like uh, crazy hours or? Uh, not more than, than it is here, because uh. you have to imagine the, um, the size of the clients in the US are, are much bigger than they are here. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I worked uh, in, um, in Luxembourg, I used to have 10 to 12 clients. Oh. Uh, there, I had like two. Mm. So, uh, I, I have to say that, no, I didn't work more uh, oh. than, I, than I used to work in Luxembourg. Because at the time in Luxembourg, already the workload was uh, was not too bad. Okay. I think like the, f Maybe the firm was also smaller. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> I... So, there were like, I think, less people yeah, working. Yeah, the Tudor Nobel was much higher than it is now, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and i mean, when you moved back to Luxembourg, uh, it was already five years, you said, in, uh, in the company, right? Yeah. So exactly. you were about to be promoted? Yeah, or yeah you were I was already promoted. Actually, I was promoted to, to manager when I returned. Okay. Because the way it works on the secondments, they normally uh, downgrade you a year. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, they told me. To, to get you adjusted to the uh, national... Uh, to the... To the specificities of the countries you mm -hmm. go to uh, and to let you catch up with those. Okay. But then when you return, if everything went well, uh, they like give you that year back. Uh. So um, I was promoted basically when I came back okay. in Luxembourg. Okay, okay. And you felt that something changing, changing in Luxembourg? The two years you were gone? But yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, closed door was only fields and cows when I left, when I returned. It was a uh, shopping were, center. Yeah, exactly. What? There were uh, cranes and construction fields uh, 
everywhere. So yeah, definitely there was something that uh, changed. Uh, but in terms of, uh, to be honest, in terms of uh, atmosphere at the office, no, not really. Uh, well, there was a new office uh, mm. because before I had just left, before the new office was uh, inaugurated. Yeah. Mm. So that was the biggest change. Okay. Uh, but other than that, no, of course, the department. Uh, was going to be different for me, but all the people I knew uh, were still there. And okay. And what do you, what do you like about Luxembourg? Like, yeah. um, tell us how to survive ten years here. Yeah. <laughs> What's the secret sauce? But uh, actually, I I think that uh, it is and Luxembourg is very very uh, well positioned when it comes to building a family here. Okay. Uh, so. Although at first when you arrive, uh, you might find it small and not as competitive in terms of uh, nightlife with other big cities like Paris, Milan or whatever. Um, from, from a family point of view, uh, it is something that, uh, I mean, not many city can compare with like, I don't know, your kids go to school, you learn uh, three to four languages. Mm. Yes, uh, it's crazy here. But also, I mean, security. Um, security is... Uh, uh, is, is important is in important, your life. Yeah. But I think here also with uh, this COVID situation, very, really safe place in Europe right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, financial security, but also, you know, uh, uh, security in a, in, a, in a general sense, like... Uh, you're you're never left alone w whatever it happens to you yeah. they will take care of you right uh, i'm thinking yeah. for example uh, to the to the floods that happened recently and i have mm. a friend of uh, friend a colleague of mine who uh, got flooded at home um, oh. he basically uh, lost all his cars because they were in the in the garage and like three months after the insurance already uh, refunded. I don't know if in any other country this would have happened. Yeah. If yeah. you ever get yes. the refund, right? So that's the security I'm talking in, about. In Italy, the insurance will pour even more water <laughs> into <laughs> your exactly. garage. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's exactly what I'm <laughs> And it's your fault. Not Can I get refunded? Yeah, some more water. <laughs> Please have. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Okay, and uh, um, what do you like to do, like during your uh, free time, like well, uh, hobbies or? Uh, I if have you have free time, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I do have free time. I do have free time right now. In the past, a little bit less, but uh, no, I mean, uh, look, I like to to spend some some family time. Um, we, we like to to travel uh, in the region as well. Okay, um, like. I mean, uh, we we do we do go to Paris uh, quite easily, to be honest. So this is something that we like to do. But also the neighboring uh, bigger cities like Metz, Trier mm. uh, yeah. are not are not too bad. Also, I mean, Frankfurt is not that far. Brussels. Uh, so we we like to to travel as well. We we like to stay in Luxembourg, of course. Mm. But uh, whenever you feel like you you have to do something different, uh, it's easy to do it because everything is at reach. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know if many other cities uh, in 
Europe can uh, yeah, offer the manager. same. If you think about it, there are not many cities yeah. actually. Mm. And you have some hobbies like um, here in Luxembourg, like you do sports. Uh, uh, well, to to be honest, uh, yes, I do, but nothing, uh, nothing uh, agonistic or uh, anything like that level. Uh, I do the, I do some gym. Okay. Uh, something basic. With, with your like um, current position in your job, uh, like uh, it's easy to, for you to find time to go to the gym, uh, go home, like take care of your family, or but it's to, to quite be, a challenge. Uh, to be honest, in in the past was quite a challenge, but now I think that with COVID we all got like uh, conscious of the fact that uh, you have to have a life uh, other than your. Yeah, and uh, it brought that flexibility uh, that helped um, to, to to let you to to let you find your own spaces. Uh, okay, so it's much easier than it than it used to be. Okay, uh, is the is there been any moment like in your career that you felt like? Uh, i don't know uh, it's like oh, i mean well, it, 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 it's known like in big four it's quite tough it's quite challenging has 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 ever been like a moment where you said uh i'm not gonna do it i'm i'm quitting no, to, or to, to be honest there have been a couple of moments but those uh, not when i was overloaded but actually on the other side when i was getting bored ah. uh, of doing the same things um and that's when, for example, I, I tried to do something different and to go to the U.S. Mm. So that, at that moment, I was looking for something uh, different. I was kind of bored of doing the same thing. So I was I am quite lucky that uh, uh, my employer offered this opportunity. Um, that's the, the real moment where I, I, just, I, mean, I, I thought to change. Mm. Uh, but uh, because of the overload, you... I mean, you are overloaded with work. In my case, I didn't even have the, the time to stop and think, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. We're mm -hmm. just going, going. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. Okay. You will change like place right now. Like if you look at your past, you will go somewhere different than US um, or maybe Luxembourg. No, to, to be uh, honest, uh, no, you're happy not with really. your choices. Yeah. To be honest, I I am. Uh, there isn't anything I I regret of. To be honest, mm. uh, the US it was at the end of the day it was a, a, a good choice. I liked the two years I spent there. I would have, have spent more, as I said, but uh, I, I I liked the experience. Uh, and Luxembourg, uh, I mean, proved to be a place where you can build your career, uh, where you can start a family. Uh, so. Not, not really. I have to say that sometimes you make choices. Um, I was pretty lucky with, with them. Yeah. And here you can find the right milk, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, but actually, I stopped drinking milk ah, after okay. I went to the US, to be honest. Okay. All in all, uh, after the two years when I came back, I couldn't digest any other milk. So. <laughs> But here the food is quite nice. Like it is. Uh, also when you go out in the restaurants, uh, 
Like yeah. you can find the real Italian food and everything. But yeah, I'm spoiled because uh, there is, uh, I mean, half of Puglia moved, yeah. <laughs> moved <here laughs> in the 60s. So there yes. are some very big uh, influences. So no, from that point of view, I'm I'm lucky. And favorite food that you eat a lot here? But uh, I do have my, actually, we do have a canteen at, uh, at our place, but. Uh, I like to say that I do have my personal canteen. I usually go to uh, to a restaurant that is owned from uh, people from Puglia. So that is my uh, favorite. Uh, Atelier del Gusto? Yes. Ah, it's really nice. So that's, that's my own canteen. Yeah. So every day you would find me there. <laughs> During the weekdays, that's where I go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's really nice. I've been there uh, a few times and... Uh, but I like the the concept because it's like osteria, no? It's like, like family, uh, family yeah. owned. Yeah, I mean, there is the father, the mother, the yeah. uncle, the you know, son. I think I've never been there. No, I don't know. Uh, it's it's really nice because yeah, they don't. Go. I mean, if you have to ask for the menu, there's no menu. There's the exactly, waiter telling exactly. you there's this, this, and this. No more. So old school, bro. it's yeah, yeah. Uh, old school and it's like very family uh, family oriented food. Like uh, I don't know, pasta fagioli. I've never mm. found pasta and fagioli anywhere else in Luxembourg, <laughs> but I can find pasta fagioli there. <laughs> in the US, uh, there was a pasta fagioli. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Pasta and beans. From Cerigno. It's shock. It's a shock, yes. And actually, like, uh, okay, um, if you, I mean, when you were back in US, what was like uh, something that you were craving, like uh, for food, mm-hmm. like uh, fast food, or if you really had to go, I, I want to go to the restaurant and I want to eat something. But at the beginning, uh, it was it was funny uh, to try uh, fast food, but I mean, you, you get tired quickly because. Mm. Um, you start realizing that everything tastes the same uh, because yeah the, the concept of food over there is really different look i was shocked for example when i a couple i was there for a couple of weeks and i was looking i was watching television there was an advertisement of a cheese company and uh, their motto was we are real cheese people i mean real cheese because there are some yeah. cheese that are sold that are chemical they are they are not they are not made of che- i mean they are not real cheese so yeah. uh, you can imagine that that's where what they cook at the fast food and uh, you are lacking the, mm-hmm. the, the the sense of food everything tastes the same so at the beginning you are curious to try but you get tired very quickly mm-hmm. and when you when you go back home what's the first thing that you want to eat like uh, that your Focaccia. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't even have to ask because uh, already at the <laughs> <laughs> doorstep, there is already my mother waiting, <laughs> waiting <laughs> me to Spoon enter. Really <laughs> like so I feel, I feel the skin. Your skin, your mama. Now when you... <laughs> imagine your grandma. <laughs> Like you're skinny, <laughs> but uh, this uh, my my wife didn't li- uh, will not like it because she cooks focaccia, but it's not uh, my mom's focaccia, right? Uh, <laughs> it's yes, a stereotype. We, 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 we are mammoni, right? guys. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. It's a stereotype, but uh, the truth. Mama's better. <laughs> when when <laughs> you're going back now for Christmas? Uh, for Christmas, yeah. Actually, in a couple of weeks, I will uh, I will drive to Italy. Yeah. Uh, you will, you will drive? I usually drive there. Okay. All the way. Yep. 
I usually drive uh, all the way down. It's I, like I complain I like whenever I go car. to Verona. But I, I like my car. Yeah. It's like 1,500 kilometers. But uh, yeah, no, I, I like driving and um, during the winter we, we usually stop somewhere in between. Uh, yeah, that makes we try, sense. Yeah, we try to, to Be- stop somewhere yeah. different every time. Because if you think about it, if you're in US, 1,500 kilometers is not even a big deal. But here in Europe, you know, once you have to cross Switzerland, I mean, you literally want to kill yourself yeah. because you have to go 80 kilometers per hour. The, the the radar have no has have no how do you say um tolerance so if you I go share, 81 I flash share, then the i share that feeling yeah <laughs> you know it's like switzerland i think is 300 kilometers and it takes six hours or something like this i don't know if it's possible it's like yeah, i always joke with my wife when we travel and say that can we can we build like a bridge, a bridge. Over switzerland? <laughs> And the revenues for all the fines yeah. in Switzerland is more than the GDP of Italy. Yeah. Um, any other question? You have some questions? No, no? okay. No, we have uh, one. We have the, the closing one. Um, so if you are, imagine, picture, you are at the restaurant, right? And you can invite three more people to sit at the table. Read at the, read at the time? Uh, almost, yeah, it's dinner time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you want to ask something else before? Um, so we ask you this question, and then if you come up with something else, we go. Okay, okay, okay you're the boss. Okay. So imagine no, you're you not. I'm your daddy. Uh, whatever. Um, so imagine you are at the table uh, at the restaurant, and you can invite three people over from any time and anywhere in the world. Who would you choose? Well, it's a tough one. Tough question, to be honest. One, it's an easy one. Uh, it's um, Claude Juncker. Okay. Uh, the Luxembourgish guy. Exactly. The former uh, European commissioner, mm. former prime minister uh, of Luxembourg. Okay. One of those that made uh, Luxembourg what it is today. So yeah, that definitely, <laughs> definitely, uh, that would be uh, one of those. Another one uh, would be somebody uh, that I, I mean, uh, even I wouldn't know, but somebody elderly uh, from Luxembourg to okay. to get to know how uh, Luxembourg. I mean, was uh, before uh, you know they entered into banking, uh, fund investment, and what? Um, yeah. uh, it's the only country where you see farmers with Ferrari, actually, because. <laughs> uh, <Yes. laughs> and, and maybe somebody who came to Luxembourg uh, at the time where uh, you traveled uh, with the uh, you know cardboard. Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the cardboard uh, and the plastic bags <laughs> to to ask to see how uh, it was to you know to move out from your own country probably because not of your choice but because you were forced mm. to yeah. um, that, I think that would spark an interesting conversation yeah. Yeah. usually usually people say like Gandhi Hitler yeah. or no somewhere but um, that's yeah. a good point down to earth 
Nice. Tu atelier del gusto, of course. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Pasta e fagioli. Tu enjoy some pasta e fagioli. Any other question? Actually. You had lunch. Yes. Me no. Pasta a ragù. From my mom. Because <laughs> whenever I go back to, to my hometown, yeah. I come back with a luggage, a 20 kilo luggage, and it's full of ragù. I mean, like frozen. Yeah. Uh, Salame, parmigiano, it's like... Uh, But that's the reason why I drive home. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. It's worth the effort in this exactly. case. <laughs> that's why. Okay. Uh, you come up with something? No, I was uh, hoping uh, with you. No, but we have some questions that... Uh, but actually, we, have s- we had like so many questions and I don't remember one right now. First up, you open in the morning. You open in the morning. Ah, first yeah. Up. First up on your phone that you open in the morning. First up? Up. Up. Ah, the first up, you open in the morning. Uh, unfortunately, it's still the Gmail uh, app from work. Uh, business first. Business first. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I have to say, yeah, I'm still at that stage. And now, like, with your current position, like, you feel comfortable or in the future you see, like, a change or... Well, I, I just transitioned to like uh, to a, a big step in the career. Like I got promoted to director last mm. uh, last summer. So I, I mean, I do not see myself changing in the okay. in the short term. Uh, we of course never know what the future holds. But I how it I feels feel co- how it feels to be a director. Uh, but at first, you still I mean, you don't really realize because you. F- yourself i mean you do not have like the click to uh, to switch from what you were doing before like just overnight because you uh, got promoted but uh, yeah you start to realize that you have to to delegate and to focus on uh, things that in the past uh, were not part of your duties so well actually regarding the click i would say the parking spot it's uh, it's oh, a it's nice uh, uh, that's something that <laughs> it's nice that you touch upon this because that's definitely the best uh, benefit one could get <laughs> and uh, yeah i mean uh, being suffering the cold uh, uh, not wearing a winter jacket during the winter it's uh, my biggest achievement uh, in my life because <laughs> no, actually to my my partner i i asked him like um Yeah, what was the, like the biggest uh, thing that changed? It's like, you know, the day I became manager, I mean, at the time they could park her and it's like, uh, you know, badging in for the first time as a manager so you can enter the parking lot. And it's like, uh, yeah, because now actually we're, uh, I mean, during COVID, we've been a little bit spoiled, let's yeah, say, exactly. because we could... Uh, for one year, a park was inside. Yeah. It was like so really good. Uh, and now it's back to bus or parking yeah. all the way to Belgium and walking. <laughs> <laughs> I also suffer cold. In fact, I moved near the office. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just five it's just minutes. Uh, either, the, either the car or me. So. Yes. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen yourself like in the future to go back to Italy? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. To be honest. But even if I think about you know uh, some at some point retiring in Italy, I don't even know if uh, by then there will be a reason to retire in Italy. So um, probably my family would have, you know, would be here. So mm. uh, to be to be honest, I, I don't know. I don't think so. And your parents visit you here a lot? Uh, no, not really, okay. uh, to be honest. They came a couple of times, uh, so they don't come often to visit. 
And I don't, I don't blame them. Because they, they, they cannot cope with the, the, fr- the English, right? <laughs> the British English. <laughs> ah, okay. Here, you know, the... the yeah, it's, b- it's, it's, it's more... The <laughs> exactly, that's the reason why. <laughs> but uh, do you do you speak French? Um, I mean, I do speak. I I get away with it, but uh, I'm not. I wouldn't define myself uh, fluent. I was. We can speak all the language with that we want, you know. Yes, more or less. Uh, <laughs> no, because uh, I don't speak French at all. But um, I mean, it's a pity once you're in Luxembourg and not uh, to learn it. It's but uh, uh, to be honest, for me. And by, by by now, yes, I do speak in French. I I do not consider French the second language. I mean, Eng- my my brain was set on English when I came mm-hmm. here, and um, uh, to, to try to learn a third language while everybody speaks English here uh, wasn't easy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't have to make the effort because everybody speaks English, English here, yeah. or when they recognize you your accent, they even speak Italian to you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not the ideal place where to learn French. If you would move to Paris, you would you would have to speak yeah. French, yeah. right? Uh, uh, they want you to speak it, French. It, uh, they're right, and they're right. So uh, it, it's it's indeed a pity. Uh, after ten years, I could have been like uh, fluent. fluent. <laughs> also, uh, Luxembourgish, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah, I don't know. I I tried to learn Luxembourgish. Yeah, I once. was. It, it, it's tough. It's tough because I don't speak any German. I have no basics in German, so yeah. that was super tough for me. Uh, you quit. And I, I quit because I didn't have the, the motivation to learn because either you speak English, Italian, or French, and you'll get away with it. Mm. Uh, it's a pity because I mean, uh, people from here, they would approach you yes. in Luxembourgish, and they, they're right, it's their language. Uh, but yeah, okay. maybe... Uh, maybe uh, Maybe in the I'll future. In the future, I'll try again. Yes. Ah, we didn't ask him, like, um, what? it's also something that uh, sometimes we talk about. When you go back uh, in Puglia, but also before, I mean, from the first moment that you went to UK, then Luxembourg, US, you were, like, going back for holidays and with your friends. You start to see differences um, between, let's say, your mentality, your way of thinking with them. Like um, sometimes we talk, we talk like together, and we s- we saw like in the conversation with our friends that there were some boundaries, you know, because you grow up, you change, yeah, and in your hometown it's like uh, things are not moving that fast. Time right. hasn't passed. Yeah, 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 no, definitely. I mean, that, yeah, I I do have some friends who uh, I mean grew up and stayed there uh, and they are still there uh, all their life so their vision of the world it's only what they see uh, over there and what they see through the media Uh, but even if they travel um, I mean they are not open-minded as uh, somebody who lived in four countries because the exposure the experiences you get are are different so definitely there are some uh, some uh, differences and another thing i i find uh which is quite uh, i mean uh, unfortunate sometimes and inconvenient is that you you start talking about money in in a, in a different way you know what mm. uh, for you it's not expensive for them it's really expensive so yeah. and that's the i mean 
it's a pro and a cons of uh, of Luxembourg because yeah. I mean going abroad on vacation you I mean you have difficulty to find something that is more expensive than here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you Definitely. might find yourself talking to your parents about 10,000 10, of euros mm. that they would earn, you know, in their lifetime and uh, for you you would earn them in a year. So yeah. I just pay 1000 euro of rent and it was like what? <laughs> <laughs> like 1000? Yeah, it's a good price for Luxembourg, you yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah, uh, th- those are the kind of things. Uh was yeah. referring to so but other way around there's some stuff that i never get used to like paying two euro or three euro for uh, espresso it's like uh, every time <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's that's the other way yeah, yeah. That's uh, 15 cons- euros for a pizza is good <laughs> <laughs> how much is for the pasta fagioli <laughs> i think for sure will be uh, 11 12. Well, it's actually really cheap yeah, yeah it's, it's not like, so expensive uh, it's they do have like uh, a fixed um, menu, price menu. Yeah. and they give you the appetizer, the dessert. Sure. It's like a full full package. Yeah. But you never been there. Yeah, I don't remember right now. Okay, I'll I'll bring you there once. Okay, <laughs> we can go once for yeah, lunch. It's, yeah. uh, it's on camera. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Let's go for lunch once. And then I think uh, that's it. Yeah. Wanna ask something else? No, it's like uh, no. No, no, like we covered most of his life, like uh, he explained a lot. Thanks for that. No yeah. problem. Uh, and I think we can close it there. Yeah. Here. So <laughs> guys, uh, see you at uh, Atelier de Gusto for Pasta Fagioli. <laughs> yes, best Pasta Fagioli in Luxembourg. And if you're still watching... <laughs> I don't think so, but... <laughs> comment with Pasta and Fagioli. <laughs> Canistrelli. Canistrelli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like um, Vincenzo, thanks a lot for being here. My pleasure. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it was really interesting and good luck yeah, with the future. I, ho- I hope you enjoyed like uh, our small I interview. Did. I did. We are really, we are really like uh, investing a lot of time in this, and we believe in it. And uh, let's see. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Good luck. Thank you. See you at the office eh, on Monday. Facciamo la telecamera così, così facciamo tipo un po' blurry. Sì, sì, sì. Stiamo ancora noi parlando. Bravo. Bravo.